Last week, I started a message, transformed mind, transformed life. How many of you remember? If you didn't listen, please go to our website or our YouTube channel and listen the first message. And today I'm going to give you the second part of this message. Transformed mind, transformed life. And in the Bible, a renewed mind is the key to transform your walk with God. You will not experience the abundant life that God has for you with one old mentality. No. And I want to read the, the cornerstone passage about the renewing of the mind. And I want you to read Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. And you, you can follow me on the screen. Or let's read all together, please. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. After renewing your mind, then you will be able to test and approve that God's will is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. There are many, a lot of things in life that we cannot change. You know, some circumstances in, in our life, it's impossible to change. But you have the power to change your mindset. You have this power. You can change your mindset by renewing your mind through the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. This is the word of God. The word was God in the beginning. And he came. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word came. And Jesus is this word. And, and Jesus is the truth. And when you receive this truth... That this word, that is the same as Jesus, because Jesus is the word. He is the, the word that became flesh. And this, and this truth can set us free. Paul the Apostle said in, in, in Romans ch chapter 12, he was talking to the believers. Can you imagine? He was talking to the believers and said, I beg you. I urge you. I plead with you that for you to do two things. For you to do, to do two things. First, he said, offer your body as a living sacrifice. 
And second, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He was pleading. He was, Romans 12 was written to the church in Rome. And he wrote to the believers in Rome. And he was pleading and begging to the believers to offer their bodies as a living sacrifice. He was saying, please, did you born again? Did you have one encounter with God? Then offer your body as a living sacrifice. Or use your body in the kingdom of God. Or in other words, he was saying, don't be lazy. Do not neglect to serve God and his kingdom. But nowadays, Christians that say that Jesus is their Lord, they confess that Jesus, says, Jesus, you are my Lord. But they don't want anymore to sacrifice their lives. This is the point. They don't want to give their lives. Say, you are my Lord to give me, to bless me. Huh? No. He said, Paul said, please. I beseech you. I plead. I urge you. Offer your body to God. But nowadays, people don't do it anymore. They don't sacrifice their lives. And they don't have even time for God and for his kingdom. This is the truth. Do you know what it means to offer your body as a living sacrifice? Do you know what is in a practical way? I'm going to give just some example to you. You wake up early in the morning for prayer meetings. <laughs> this is... A living sacrifice. What that means? That means that you are going to, maybe you are going to go late to bed. You are tired. And then you are saying, Jesus, you are worthy. I am tired. But I'm going to wake up earlier to have time with you. Or maybe we have pre-meetings at 6 in the morning here. <laughs> but no one has time for pre-meeting anymore. Or maybe when you are tired of a day of hard work. And then you know that we have some meetings. You, ha you have some meetings. And you are tired. And then say, okay, Lord, I'm going to offer my body as a living sacrifice. Or you are tired. And then we have Bible studies on Saturday. And they say, okay, Lord. Or we have conquer school. Bible teachings on Thursday. Then you, after a day of work, then this is a living sacrifice. You are offering your body as a living sacrifice. What that means? You are going to offer your body, but you are not going to die. <laughs> you're, I, I promise you are not going to die. This is a living sacrifice. You are going to offer, you are going to keep living. And you are pleasing God. Can you say amen? This is a living sacrifice. Then I beg you, I plead you, please put God first. 
quiet Christian doesn't have experience anymore with God. Most of you knows. Always I am telling you some experience that I had with God. God spoke to me. One angel came, spoke to or gave me a word. Or I had some vision. But why? All the times that I had this experience with God. So I was not sleeping. <laughs> I was praying, seeking the Lord. I was worshiping Him. Please offer your body as a living sacrifice. Amen? Helping to preach and say to the person next to you, offer your body as a living sacrifice to the Lord. And Paul the Apostle said two things. Beloved brothers, I urge you, I beseech to you, please offer your body as a living sacrifice. And the second, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Paul's second request to the believer was. Change your mindset. Because you, you are serving Jesus with an old mindset. And, you, and your old mind needs to be transformed. This is what Paul the Apostle said. Many people, they are serving the Lord, but they have one old mindset. If you serve God with this old mindset, you will not experience the will of God. That it's good, it's perfect and pleasant. Can you say amen? When you change your mindset, you change your actions. When you change your mind, you end up offering your body as a living sacrifice. Why people nowadays don't offer their body as a living sacrifice? Because they have one old mindset. <laughs> I told you, transformed mind is, is the mind of Christ in you. Is the mind and Jesus think different of you? I told you last message. Jesus said, "Would you like to be greater? Then be the last. Would you like to have more? Give. <laughs> this is the mind of Christ. And then we don't have this mind anymore." We just want, Lord, I want more. You are my Lord. Please bless me, bless me, bless me. Lord, I need that. Lord, I need that. Lord, I need this paper. Lord, I need this thing. Lord, I need. But we need to change this old mindset. Because transformed mind brings us transformed life. Amen? Amen? And there is nothing as powerful as a changed mind. There is nothing as powerful. I can see women, they are always changing their hairs. I can see that. Women like to change hairs. Some, some people cannot change their hair. Some men has no hair to change anymore. <laughs> yeah. But women like always long hair, sometimes blonde, and changing colors. And you can change your hair, you can change clothing. Your spouse 
but it's wrong. Don't do that, okay? But some people, they uh, change their spouse. Even your church, you can change your address. But if you don't change your mind, you live the same life and commit the same mistakes over and over again. Because everything outwardly changes, but nothing changes in the inside. You can change everything outside. <laughs> but with your old mentality, <laughs> nothing will change. Coming to church is very important. Isn't it? Yes, it's very important. But if the word that you receive here doesn't change the pattern that you were in before, will you living your life as you always have done. If this word doesn't change the pattern or your thoughts, then you are going to be repeating the same, the same mistakes. And then what is going to happen? Everybody will suffer. Your family will suffer. Your wife will suffer. Your children will suffer. Everybody will suffer because of your sins. Because of your mistakes. Why? Because you are serving God. You are coming to church. But with an old mentality. And Paul the Apostle said. Please. You need to transform your, your mind. By the renewing. Through the truth of God. Can you say amen? Until you change your mindset, when I say your mindset, I'm talking your default settings. You know what is default settings? It's a computer language. <laughs> yeah, computer language. You will always go back to being who you were before because you are never changed your ways. You can move countries. You can change friends. You can change your address. You can change your job. You can change everything. But you haven't changed your mind. You won't achieve any new results. It's going to be always the same. The same. No experience with God. And also always hurting people beside you, around you, your family, your children. Always. Why? Because of the old mentality. And both the apostle said, Please, you are a believer. You have to renew your mind. And today you need to go out, go out of this building and say, I, I, have got my, I have changed my mindset. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to change my mindset. Proverbs, Proverbs 23, verse 7 says, Let's read all together, please. For as a man thinks in his heart, so his. Again, for as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. Your life is the result of your decisions. Your life is the result of your decisions. Just as you think, so you are. Just as you think. Where you are today, where you are today, what you are living today, the circumstances around you, the diploma that you have, what you know about God 
is the result of the decisions taken by your mind. Isn't it? Everything you know is the result of your mind. We are transformed by the renewing of our mind. And without a transformed and a new mind, you will repeat the same mistakes. You will repeat the same mistakes. <coughs> you can buy, for example, a new car. But you, if you put your old self in the car, you are still going to have the old experience. Or, it's not the house that's going to give you a new marriage. It's not the job that will give you a better life. It's not the new outfit that will make you a new person. <laughs> You can change your clothes, but you cannot change yourself. Because this is outside. Many people are saying, Pastor, if I receive this miracle, my life is transformed and changed. No, this is a lie. It's not the blessing that you are waiting for. It's not the miracle that you are waiting that will transform your life. What you need is a transformed mind. Then you have a transformed life. If you don't have a transformed mind, <laughs> sorry, you are not going to have this transformed life that you are waiting for a long time. Jesus said, I came to give you life, one abundant life, a and a new life comes from a new mindset and a new way of looking at your life. You cannot enter into the new that God has for you with your old mentality. You cannot enter. I know God has better life for you. I know there is miracles waiting for you. But please... You have to change this mindset. I told you in the first message that I gave last week that after all these years serving the Lord, I am serving the Lord for 39 years. I born again, I was 18 years old. Most of you know my testimony, where I came from, from destroyed life, life of drugs. And then my life was transformed. After 39 years, 23 years preaching as a pastor, leader in church, what, uh, what I see is that many people, they are inside churches with minds that have not been transformed by the word of God. All this year, this is what I have seen. People, they are many years in church, but with old mentality. Some people, they changed their attitudes. Some of them changed their behaviors. Some people, they even changed their clothes. But they still have a mindset shaped by their family traditions that you learn with your mom, daddy, 
Maybe you learn from your culture or your country or by the teachings of your ma mother or father or teachers at school and things that you have learned even on the internet. Nowadays, people, they are learning everything on the internet and they, and they go to church and say these things they learn on the internet, but not in the word of God. And do you know the worst, the worst part of that? Many times I have tried to help these kind of people. They are in church. But they don't accept advice. This is the worst part. They insist that, and they say they are right and they are okay. <laughs> Please, listen to what I'm going to say to you. When you do not obey the principles of God's word and you don't walk under spiritual advice and authority, you are destroying your future because of your old mentality. Then, I'm going to say again, you cannot enter into the new that God has for you with your old mentality. This is why Paul the Apostle said, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And he was speaking to believers. And sometimes I, am, I have heard people saying, why do I keep doing the same thing over and over again? I am in church, I am listening, but I am always falling some kind of sin. Always. Or I go to, pastor, I go to church, I tithe, I fast, I sing, I praise the Lord. But the problem is not what you are doing. The Lord is saying to you today, your problem is your old mentality which needs to be transformed. It's not what you are doing. It's what is here inside. Then please stop blaming God for the circus that you are in. Stop blaming because he is unchanging and powerful God. Also, stop blaming the devil because the Bible says the devil is under our feet. Don't blame the devil. Some people says. That uh, it's a joke, okay? It's, not, it's a joke. But some people say that the devil was outside the church crying. He was seated and crying. And someone said, hi, the de hi sir devil, why are you crying? I am crying because these people inside the church, they do everything wrong and they blame me. And this is what people say. They do everything wrong, their life are not okay, and say, this is the devil. Or is not God that is blessing you? Or some people, they start blaming the pastor, the leader. Oh, the leader of my cell meeting. They start blaming them. Or even blaming the church. And the Bible says that when you renew your mind through the word of God, you experience the will of God in your life. Can you say amen? Your life 
will not be transformed if your mind is not renewed. Transformed mind, transformed life. This is the title of this, this preaching. Transformed mind, transformed, li transformed life. Look to the person next to you and say, Transformed mind, transformed life. Transformed mind, transformed life. Lord brother, maybe you are in the middle of a big problem. You are in, there are big circumstances around you. But what is important are not the circumstances around you or the size of your problem. But what you believe with your mind is what you believe. It's about your faith. It's what is inside of you. What your mind believes that is what is possible. This is the problem. You need, you need to say to yourself, I'm getting ready to change. But some defaults, some defaults of thinking. We need to change some of our defaults of thinking. I'm going to stop falling back into the same thing over and over again. You have to say to yourself, I'm going to stop. I'm going to renew my mind so I can have a new normal. That's what repentance is. A new normal. A new way of thinking. Repentance means that. A new normal and a new way of thinking. You have to say, I'm going to stop failing back into the same old patterns, the same old defaults. You have to say to yourself, I'm going to stop. I'm always the same. I don't change my mind. To get a good education is to change your defaults. You need to change your mindset about all you can't do. Okay? You need to change. All you can't do. All you can't be. All you can't have. We need to change. Transformed mind and transformed life starts with true repentance. How it starts? Transformed mind? Transformed mind and transformed life starts with true Repentance. True repentance. Repentance is the first step of a transformed mind. Repentance leads to life. It's getting right before God. When you repent, when you true repent, you are transformed. I know what I'm speaking. I know what I'm teaching. I know how it was my life before. And I know what re true repentance did in my life. And I have seen some people who truly repented how their life was transformed. But when we, when we read our Bible, our English Bible, often... Inter interpret repentance 
as being sorry or being remorseful. Repentance is a lot more than a feeling of guilt of regret. Did you know that? <laughs> because I have seen people like, oh, I repented. But how was I repentant? Pastor, I cried. If you cried, doesn't mean that you repented. Sorry. <laughs> Do you know what repent means? There are two words in the Bible for repentance. I'm not going to go deeply because I have short time. Okay, but there are two words for repentance. The first one is in the Old Testament. You are, it's a repentance in Hebrew. That is the word tuva. Tuva. Say with me, tuva. Yeah. Means to return. Repentance. But tuva means repentance. Tuva is return to what is right and true. It's to return. Tuva means I'm going to this direction. Then you tuva. You repent. Not because you cried. Not because of your feeling. But if you truly tuva, repented, then you turn and you go to another direction. Repentance is one action. Say with me, repentance is one action. There, are, there is another word for repentance in the New Testament. It's the word that maybe you know, metanoia. Do you know what is metanoia? Means change of mind or reorientation. Metanoia. This is repentance. Then you are walking and then you repent. Then you change your mind. You, are, you have one thinking. You have something in your mind. You deleted everything and you go and you are reorientated. And you go to another direction. The word tuva is not a state of mind. It is a decision. Keep that in mind. Repentance is a decision. That is not just a feeling. Okay? It is deciding to turn away from where you were headed and moving back towards God. To regret a misdeed is only a step or the first step in the process of tuva. It's the, the first step. It is regretting our sin and showing remorse. Yes. But it's also committing to a new path. Because this return path of correction and truth leads to true freedom. If you want to be set free, you have to accept this word and to repent. And this word is going to transform you and going to go to another direction. Then you're going to go back and fix all your mistakes. You're going to be humble enough to say, what I did is wrong. I am coming very humble. And say, forgive me. Lord, and forgive me what I did. This is true repentance. Is one action. Can you say amen? amen? And the three steps found in metanoia are, first, a new knowledge. You need to have a new knowledge. You know the truth. 
and the truth will set you free. New knowledge. Second, regret from the previous curse or displeasure with oneself. And third, a change of action. As you can see, the word repentance means to change one's will, mind, or purpose for a better. When you truly re repent from your sins, you are turning back to God, turning away from sin and change your action to obey his will. Can you say amen? This is repentance. Maybe people cry. And there are some people, they are good to cry, but not to change. They are emotional, but never go through a true repentance. Better than being emotional is taking decision. Amen? Better than being emotional it's to take decision. Okay, I'm going to fix my mistakes. I'm going to be a, a man of God. I'm going to be a woman of God. I'm going to fix. And this is repentance. It's a decision. It's not just being sorry, remorseful, sad, or crying. Repentance is a decision. Amen? I dare you today to make a decision. To turn back to God. To return to holiness. And to change your mind. Do you accept that? This, is, this can transform your life. This is, means repentance. How many of you remember about the prodigal son? If you have read in the Bible the prodigal son in the book of Luke. Do, do you remember what happened with him? He was in the pig pen. He was surrounded by pigs. He was smelling like pig. He was about to eat pig's food. He was still in poverty. But what the Bible says, he came to himself. He came to himself. He was there in the middle of the pigs. But he repented. And the Bible says he came to himself. Or he said, I'm going to return. I'm going to return. Repentance means return. I'm going to return to my dad's house. To my father's house. He was there in all that circumstances. He didn't change his clothes. He was still smelling pig. <laughs> he didn't change his circumstance. That I said it to you. It's not your circumstance that needs to be changed. It's your mind. He didn't change anything else. But what he changed? His mind. He changed his mind. The pigs could not hold him there. The shame could not hold him. The poverty could not hold him. The disgrace, that circumstance could not hold him. This is what I'm saying to you. The problem is not your circumstance. The problem is your mindset. And the only thing you need to do is repent us. You need to repent. You need to humble yourself. You need to go to the Lord and say, Lord, I have done wrong. 
You need to go to the people that you hurt. You said, say, forgive me. Because what that prodigal son he did, he returned. And this is a true repentance. If you change your mind, you change your life. Did you get the point? The prodigal son, he only changed his mind. And he transformed his life. The problem is not the circumstance around you. It's your mind. Your mindset. I dare you to make this decision today, please. Better than any emotion is decision. Even if no emotions, no problem. If you don't cry, no problem. But it's decision. Take a decision. This is repentance. I have one example about computer. How many of, of you understand about computer? A little bit. Do you understand? Your, your mind is like a computer. Which has computer you know. Has a program. Okay? And the computer only obeys the program that has been set inside. Inside of the computer has something that is called C CPU, CPU, Central Processing Unity. And inside of the CPU, there is the, mother, the motherboard. And what, do you know what is the motherboard? Do you know what it is? Yeah, the mind, it is the brain of the computer. It's the brain. The motherboard is the brain of the computer. And the computer works based on all the information that is there, that is the default settings. And I was just looking on the internet that says, the default is a particular set of instruction which the computer always uses unless, unless the person using the computer gives another other instructions. If you want the computer to work differently, what do you need to do? If you want to change your computer, what do you need to do? You need to put new default settings in it. In the same way that the computer needs someone to change its way of thinking, you also need someone to change the old settings of your life. The computer cannot change by itself. <laughs> someone needs to go there and say, Let's change this old mindset. Please, I am here to say to you, listen to the word of God. Listen to your leaders. Listen to your pastor. Listen to your leaders that are taking care of you. Because you, 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 you need help. To change these old settings in your life. I need someone to help me in the past. I had a lot of bad mentality, old mentality. And someone helped me. But sometimes we are not humble enough to say, please, I'm doing everything wrong. Help me. 
Listen, once you change the old settings, you have a new normal. When you enter this new normal, even if you sin, you will not live in, in sinning. What I'm saying, when you put this old mindset, when you take this old mindset and receive the news, the new one, you may be to sin. Yeah, yeah you can. But it's going to be so different. Why? Both the pig and the sheep can fall into mood, right? Right? Pig and sheep, both can fall into mood. But the difference is in their default behaviors. Why? The default of the pig is rolling in the mood and enjoying. You can wash the pig, some, some perfume, put something nice in the, in the pig, smelling so nice with uh, one million perfume, you know, like very nice. As soon as you put the pig on the floor, what's going to happen? Why? Hmm, because of his mindset. But the sheep has a default that I always say the sheep can sometimes to dirt itself. But then what the sheep you should do? I don't belong to this mess. I might be in this mess, but I don't belong here. I want to be cleaned. I felt I did something wrong. But this is not my place. Because I want to be like Jesus. This is the difference. When you don't have this old, when you don't have this real and good mindset from God, you are always going to be proud of himself and say, I am right, I am right, I am right. When you have your mind, your, a transformed mind, you might make you worry sometimes. You may be tempted to go back to your old self. But because of your new default settings, you will say, I don't belong here. Faithful, you rise up and to drive your worry back and say, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Amen. Could you stand up, please? I, I want to ask you, please, don't move now. I'm going to take just a few, few seconds. But you need to, to give an answer to God today. What are you going to do right now? This 
this kind of, of change, this type of change, is only possible when there is the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Just if you open up your life and say, please, Holy Spirit, show me what is wrong in my life. I try to preach, but only the Holy Spirit can reveal you where are your sins, what you need to repent. And the repentance is one action. It's not just to cry. doesn't matter where you are now. The problem is not your circumstance. If you change your mind, your circumstances are going to be changed. As the prodigal son, he was there, smelling bad, in poverty, suffering. But he said, I sinned against God. I sinned against heaven. And what are you going to do today? I believe that all of us, we have something to repent today and to change. Just repentance can change your life. Please, close your eyes. your eyes closed you need to listen to his voice saying to you today and Jesus is saying to you you are going to the wrong direction turn back there, there are areas in your life that you are going to the wrong direction turn back Please listen to the Holy Spirit. That conviction of the Holy Spirit gives you the power to change. You cannot change by yourself. You need the help. And the Holy Spirit, He is our helper. He is your helper. And He's going to start helping you now. And maybe later your leader can help you. Your pastor can help you, but now is the Holy Spirit. And you need this conviction that you have sinned. That you are going to the wrong direction. And this message is for you. And this is a moment for you to finally change your old mindset. Your old mentality. This is the moment for you to change your settings. Allow the Holy Spirit to move in your life. Please. And this is a time of repentance. This is not about emotions. It is about decision. You need to make the decision to change your direction. And the Lord is saying, I'm going to be with you. But you need to take this decision today. Maybe you are away from Jesus. Maybe you, 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 are, 
You used to go to church, but you are away. You know that you are away from Jesus. And you have to repent from your sins. And you have to say, Jesus, I am coming back to you. Forgive all my sins. If you repent, he's, he's going to work in your life. He's going to transform your mind. And he's going to give you a new life. Lord Jesus, I do pray. I preached your word, Lord. But now it's with you, Holy Spirit. Where I cannot go, you can. Go into the deep of our hearts and mind and our spirits. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that you can move. Transforming this old mentality, Lord. And transforming by the renewing of our mind. Give us, Lord, and lead us into a true repentance, Lord. Give us a humble heart. We don't want to be proud. We want to be humble before you, before our brothers and sisters. And we want to change our mind as the prodigal son did. And said, I, I sinned against my father. I sinned against heaven. I'm not worthy. And I am returning. And you may, may say to the Lord, Lord, I am returning to your ways. I'm going to return to pray. I'm going to return to offer my body as a living sacrifice. May you abandon many good things. And you need to say, Lord, I'm going to offer my body as a living sacrifice. Just a transformed mind can do it. Lord, I pray and I bless all my brothers and sisters here today. Those who are here in this place, those who are listening to listen us through the internet, I bless their family, I bless their relatives. I declare, Lord, your Holy Spirit working and transforming our minds. Give us the mind of Christ. Because a transformed mind will produce a transformed life. And I pray for this transformation in our lives. In the name of Jesus, I pray and I bless all my brothers and sisters. And we declare, Jesus, we are going to give you the honor and the glory for what you have done here in this place. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we worship you and we adore you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Glory be to you, Jesus. Glory be to you. In Jesus' name. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And if you want to receive a prayer, please come. I am, I am happy to pray for you. May the Lord bless you and see you next Sunday.